Hello, Baby Nation. It is Jack speaking now to you. And uh, just over a month from now, we're going to be going back to our regular schedule of releasing an episode every week. Uh, but in the meantime, on the off weeks, I figured it might be nice to put in uh, a bonus episode from our Patreon, the um, Babysitter's Baby Elite Elite Baby Little Sister Big Episode Show. Um, and, uh, I asked some of the, uh, very good and very nice people in our Facebook group, which episodes they think would be good to feature. And, um, I got a nice selection. And so this week, um, uh, they have chosen little sister number 69, Karen's big sister. Enjoy. And next week we're going to be back with, um, something, something special, a little, a little bit off the beaten track, but I think you'll like it. All right. Here's. Karen's big sister. In 88, Anna Martin wrote some new books that also became a cult. And now it's time. The babysitters, baby elite, elite baby, little sister, big episodes. Uh, Tanner, let me tell you something that I've done that I think you should definitely think about doing. And sorry. (sighs) Is this a procedure? I, I came in a little hot. Uh, and, and what I want to be is relaxed because it's a procedure, this, a new procedure. No, it's not a procedure. It's a policy. I have told my boys who I pay an exorbitant amount of money to feed me grapes, put peanut butter on my arms and uh, stuff. Yep. So you can sit on a kitchen table yeah, and can... your mom is recording you and she says, do you like peanut butter? Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's like like that classic meme, which is what I am trying to recreate. Yep. But I pay them an exorbitant sum of money for this, and I'm realizing that why would I allow them, as I had been up until about a week ago, allow them to spend two to two and a half hours every day just quietly sleeping? Oh, okay. When I'm paying them? Right. They've been, I have been uh, out of the, the leniency of my heart. I've been allowing them to take a nap from one o'clock, sometimes until four, every That's single interesting. day. That's and, interesting. And now what I've chosen instead, and it's just so much better, is no nap at all and just kind of, you know, screaming during that time or whatever I've, I've asked them to do. I'm not paying you to sleep. I'm paying you to scream. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And your wives? Uh, my wives are currently at Matt's house watching a Broadway musical on television. So they they can't help with the screaming or s- sleeping. So they don't the want screaming to. Boy, it's not a screaming boy problem. It's a sleeping boy problem. It's a sleeping boy problem. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and they don't. I, I prefer it this way because if I'm paying them, I want them to be awake and doing my bidding, which is screaming. Yep. And yep. my wives, on the other hand, would, would on balance prefer it. A, best case scenario, sleeping. B, second best, if not sleeping, then they're over at Matt's house watching a Broadway musical on television instead okay. of being right. here present during the screaming time of the day. I have my boys mm-hmm. kind of go into a meditative state Okay, two times a day, mm-hmm. and that's just so they can recover some hit points and spell slots. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. That's pretty smart. So it's like a short rest. Short rest, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they have yeah. to roll like a hit die, so they're not getting all their hit points back, but they're getting like a hit die's worth. You know? Do they have to roll like an event die so that like a, dra- a dragon comes if they get the wrong number or something like that? Or oh no, like, no 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 okay. We find a safe spot to do our meditation. Okay, that's nice, and that's just so they can keep me well stocked in things like good berries and eldritch blasts, things along those lines. That's wonderful and healing. Yep. That sounds uh, much nicer, and your system is better. But that's not what we're here to talk about, is it? Really, honestly. And my wives and my husband. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I should have asked. Yeah. Um, I also have them working on some some spells. I I try to have someone from each school of magic. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Necromancy. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Illusion. The what about the monks? Like Monk the ninjas? Kind of a, it's actually sort of a martial class. Oh, right. Class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do have some limited magic thanks to their key powers, but... Yeah. Is the boy still screaming? The boys? Oh, yeah, they, they're they're screaming bloody murder, I think. Okay. Let me just do a little listen. It seems to be 
See, the thing that you have to listen out for is the dis- the very slight distinction between joyful screaming and angry screaming. And if it's joyful screaming, then what the um, what the social workers say is it's okay to leave them in the cage. I don't let the social workers in. Yeah, no, and I shouldn't. Yeah, that's smart, and I shouldn't. You know, down here, underground, where I live, as a giant spider robot. Oh, and it sounds like he's asleep. Good night, Cyril. Okay, yeah, that's the sound of him doing his sleep screaming, I think. Okay. So, um, let's talk about the book. Come on, Tanner, you've been... Okay, let's talk about it. This week, we read a book, and we're going to talk about it for the Elite Babies and the Straw Babies, because it's the Big Sister Little Episode show. And this week, we're going to be discussing a book called Little Sister, I'll Let You Say It. Uh, Karen's Big Sister. Little Sister, Karen's Big Sister. Yeah. Yeah. And, it yep, it's a, it's a, it was a pretty good one. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised that you glossed over because normally we say the number of the book, but it seems like you're not. (gasps) Oh, my God. I forgot. I forgot the book number. Oh, my (laughs) God. I feel like I should have, like, given this more ceremony, but I forgot that we're on this book number. We finally did it. Oh, I feel like so bad that I didn't give this nothing. You should have thought about it, Tanner. And What irony that it was only me out of the two of us. Babysitter's Club, Little Sister... Number, number 69. Number 69, and you didn't even Karen's notice. Big Sister, written by Six and a Nine and Sin. <laughs> okay, Straw Babies. I can tell you now that Tanner texted me yesterday, somewhat frantically, <laughs> like late at night. And he was like, hey, could I please, just this once, I'll, I'll pay you back. Could I please be allowed to come up with Stephanie's name for this one? You mean Sixany? <laughs> Sixany Nineinson did this one, didn't she? Yes. And I can't wow. believe I forgot to, to pay it any honor. Yeah. You know? Wow. Damn it. What are we hearing? Okay, I'm going to go listen. So another thing that is too boring for the straw babies to know is that the two times I have brought the baby monitor into the recording studio, we have lost the episode. Yeah. So I believe that there is a correlation there. So I have to go so I can only keep an ear out. So I'm going to go listen in the room where the baby monitor actually is. I'm going to go. I'm going to let's should we pause? Okay, let's pause. I made a mistake. Joyful screaming. It, it was joyful screaming. I can report. Okay. Yeah. I grabbed a donut from the table at, as we were on break. And woke your child. No, he's fine. Okay. I, just, I have a mouthful of donut. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. People like chewing noises on podcasts. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, when you're as elite as our audience is, they actually like it. And it's only the riffraff that doesn't like uh, people making mouth sounds on on, yeah. on podcasts. So uh, uh, it's considered a, a real pr- privilege. Um uh, Tanner, I'm realizing that uh, six and Ninson knew exactly what was happening because Miss Coleman's having a baby, isn't she? And that's how you make babies, isn't it? Sixty nining. Sixty nining. Yep, that's the most efficient <laughs> way to make a baby. <laughs> yeah, sixty nining, which is a uh, sex. It's a sex number. It is a kind of sex number, and and but it's a sex number specifically you want to do if you want to if if you want to make the babies. Um, and Miss Coleman did ha- is having one, and she has done uh, that, and that's not to be crass, but sixty nine all night. Mm-hmm. You're having a boy, all right. <laughs> that and that's what they say. It's an old uh, Norse. No sixty nine. Well, pal, sounds like you're. Having a gal, gonna have to and keep that's trying. How you, oh, okay, yeah, that's how okay. you kind of can influence the sex of your baby, right? And that's it's the diff. And that's how it's boys or by girls doing yeah. sixty nine or not doing yeah. sixty nine. Yeah, right? and obviously you and I both do have male children, so let's we'll let, we'll let that. <laughs> we'll just let people. And half the population of... is doing sixty nine. Yeah, when they're conceiving a child. Yes, um, and it is little sister number sixty nine, and that's why it's okay to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's okay to talk about it anyway because we're sex positive here on this show, and we are. And sixty nine and did sixty 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 nine and did write this one. Sixty nine and yeah, wrote this one, didn't she? Um, yeah. uh, Sixty. 
Where's the fucking pin? Where's the fucking pin? That's my question. Okay, and I'm I'm rushing to catch up with you and yes. try to figure out what you mean. And um, let's see, the pin. Where's the pin? Oh, the pin. The pin that that Karen lost. Yeah, this book is about Karen losing a pin, and I was reading it with more glee and excitement than I normally read these books because I was so excited to see what was going to happen when she found it. And it's, it's Sixteny, what happened to it? It's about Karen losing a pin, and it is kind of about her search for the pin and her fight with Christy in the pin, and I actually do, I actually have prepared an entire song describing the plot of the book. What? If that is something you're interested in hearing, and maybe we can- Yes? Kind of bang, then we can kind of get the plot details down. You want to do that after you say, okay, well, if I'd known you were preparing a song- No, 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 I don't think we'll need to do it at all. Oh, I see. Because of your song. My song does- it covers have it. a recap of the plot. Perfect. We can make this an extra short episode. Yep, and that's because uh, your your boy's screaming. So yeah, it's really yelling bloody murder. I, I again, fairly joyful screaming. Mm-hmm. It sounds like someone joyfully strangling a, a joyful cat. Okay, as long as it's joyful. consensually, is what yeah. it sounds like, and okay. everyone's having oh, a the good cats time. Into it. I in this in this metaphor. Why don't you sing about the book, and we'll have you sing about the book. Okay, and I will. Okay, great. And I'll mute myself. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have now muted myself, and I'm going to kind of listen to my baby with half an ear and listen to the beautiful sounds of your voice with the other half an ear, and boy, what a treat for me. Okay, he's bumping his head. He is bumping his head, I should say. Um, He looks like he's in a groove. That's nice. That was nice to hear. My, my dad's great aunt died. She's willed her heirloom jewelry to my dad. How can I make him see it's my gift to I? Why do I bother? Instead it goes to Christy. Ooh, 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 ooh. But who cares because book 69, <laughs> you know it is so nice, book 69, joke is long standing, sex number is outstanding, <laughs> book 69, and you know it is so nice, book 69, the number is a funny one, and now it is the focus of my song, a whole sex number song. <laughs> the book like when karen lost the heirloom and got caught how can i focus the number brings me joy <laughs> christy was so shook but that is enough plot. Ooh, 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 ooh. and who cares because book 69 <laughs> you know it is so nice book 69 joke is long standing <laughs> sex number is outstanding Book 69 And you know it is so nice Book 69 And that number is a funny one And now it is the focus of my song A whole sex number song Singing about it, talk the plot of oh, oh, book 69. And you know it is so nice, book 69. The number is a funny one, and now it is the focus of my song. Book 69, book 69, book 69, book 69, book 69, book 69. Book 69. Oh, it is so nice. <laughs> Book 69. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I love that. You're still muted. Oh, sorry. I, I got to unmute myself. I love that. I really enjoyed it. Um, a, a, a perfect song. 
uh, for the moment and I think equal to the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you really rose to the occasion. I uh, I will say that before you sang, you said we weren't going to have to discuss the plot at all because you were going to cover it in, in your song. And it does appear that you didn't really cover the plot much at all. Oh, no, fact. I talked... Uh... And I talked about it a little. I actually did prep like a little bit of another song if it would be kind of helpful to sing that. Okay. Yeah. Because I started down one path and I was like, uh, I'm worried that if I do this song, it might be a little too plot heavy. Okay. Um. So I did, should I read? Should I like sing a verse of? Yeah. That? Why don't you sing a verse of that? Okay. One sec. Uh, no need to mute yourself. I can. Okay. No, I'm looking forward to just listening to you yeah. and talking along with you. Maybe sing. Can I sing along with you if I know? I'm it? watching a Liberty Mutual commercial here. Okay. Okay. And you're. Right. Okay. Here it goes. He got his first heirloom blank. Thought it was gonna be mine. Gave it to Christy instead. Was little sister number sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Can I suggest one? Yeah. Uh, and it's... it's All Coleman wants is to have a baby. She's got tomorrow, boy. <laughs> That's good. And it does kind of address a lot of the the sort of B-plot that I missed. And it's another Ace of Base It's another song, Ace of Base nice. <laughs> I'm worried yeah. that it would be hard to fit in there that it is book 69. Well, how about this? And then, because it's also a, a, a biology lesson. It's all Coleman wants is to have a baby. She's 69 now. All Coleman wants is to have a baby. And that's really uh, That does sort of describe the the sex act, but it does yes. kind of leave aside. And, it's, and, it's, and it says it's probably going to be a boy. Uh, uh, and, right, yes. Yeah. yeah. And that it's going to be a, a male child. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me do another, speaking of male children, let me just to do another quick listen. Uh, you can, why don't you say, um, t- tell the Straw Babies your favorite thing that you've done today, and I'll be right back. Okay, and Jack's going to go listen to his boy make sounds in the night. Um, my favorite thing I did today, uh, I was on dad duty most of the morning. Um, I got up with the boy and, uh, I had to miss a fun baby nation digital party last night because I did have to get up at five forty-five with the boy. Um, and we practiced standing for a little while and then I pulled out some art cards for him to look at and it made me realize that I miss art. So we downloaded a bunch of iPad apps to look at art. Okay, great. Boy. That sounds nice. That sounds lovely. Um, uh, it's, he's shouting, I want to play with cars. I want to play with cars. But he doesn't seem that angry yet. So we'll okay. kind of, we're going to forge ahead here. Can he uh, have cars or? No, not in fucking nap time. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Okay. Well, now you do. My son no fucking cars, cars for nap wants. time. No cars for nap time. Okay. My son can have cars whenever he wants because okay. he knows how to control himself around them. Okay, well, not this guy. <laughs> Yesterday, we went and sat on a backhoe. <laughs> Jesus, where'd you find a backhoe? It's just like out doing construction, and there was no one in it. I was like, you want to sit on the backhoe? Did you put him in sanitize there. him afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the pin? Oh, Where's yeah, but not, neither of us oh, have described this book. Yeah. Okay. Can I describe it? Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess I did sort of leave a few things out. Miss Coleman having a baby, the pin. So it's a classic um, Smeagol situation. Smeagol, did you say? I would say Smeagol. Okay. I think the accent is on the on the E, and I, th- I would say it's Smeagol. Smeagol. Yeah. And there have actually been a number of um, live-action motion pictures yeah. and animated motion pictures about the Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings and they all pronounce book series it and The Hobbit. And, and they, they all, all pronounce it Smeagol. Weirdly. That's interesting, and they all even the character himself pronounces it Smeagol. Huh, huh, but weird. I see... and, the, and the yeah, but I would say Smeagol, yeah. um, and Deagol. Is it Deagol? I don't think so. Oh uh, yeah, like why didn't yeah? Why didn't I... the Smeagols just fly? Okay, that's funny. 
yeah. Frodo to Mount Doom, yeah, right? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and that's how you say it. Um, and Christy is Daigle in this scenario. and But it's a classic Smeagol situation. Uh, on Tuesday night, instead of watching TV with my family, I went to my room. I drew a picture of the pin. I made my picture the same size as the real one. I thought about cutting out the picture and wearing it anyway, but a piece of paper could never look like a real gold pin with diamonds and pearls. No way. And so what happens is that Watson's mysterious second cousin passes away and bequeaths to him a beautiful and mysterious family heirloom, which he then gives to Christy in a very sweet moment, showing that Christy to him is as a real daughter, even though she is only his stepdaughter. Um, and Christy finds it very moving, but Karen becomes obsessed with the precious. Does she not? Tanner. I... Oh, sorry. I was trying to quickly formulate um, parody lyrics around the Prince song Diamond and Pearls. Okay, and does that seem like a useful... Not Now that I'm doing it and not paying attention to you, it doesn't. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll say. I thought maybe I could quick out of, quickly bang out uh, another Another parody, parody song. And we song, are getting but... very good and fast. My All That She Wants came, came together pretty quickly. Right. Uh, the child is screaming pretty, pretty angrily now. Okay, is he going to be on the show again? third host here's the thing i if if i get him out of his bed the way that we're gonna do it is i'm gonna put robin hood on so he can watch it quietly while i record that's his favorite film or that's his favorite film the 1960s disney robin hood uh he's gonna grow up to be a furry i hope you know almost which is fine but on the other hand i don't really want to reward him with his favorite thing for fucking refusing to nap make him watch c-span Okay, I'm going to put on C-SPAN. Let me just go check on him. I'll be back. Okay. Uh, and I'm back. Okay. Um, which scenario did we end up going with? It's actually the one that I planned. I forgot to mention this before, but I've, I've trained the boy at exactly um, 2 p.m. Uh, every day, w- whether he's in his bed or not, to take all his clothes off and take a big poop, just like uh, on whatever is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then kind of yell at me to come and clean it up and and change the sheets and stuff, and so it, it's it, this is the kind of parenting stuff that sort you can't of sounds teach. Like the boys trained you. No, that's what I want to um, come and pay attention to him when he takes off all his clothes and poops. No, it's a, it's it's a night. Well, it's an ideal scenario for me because you know we don't have daycare at the moment, and right. uh, and so uh, I get bored. Just doing normal child you care. You know what my favorite part about it is? Yeah. It happens the, during the podcast. And it's perfect. Yeah, Ideal timing. Yeah. It, and that's know? what's so great. And I knew One it would be a, hour a treat for you as well. Yeah, 48 hours every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> available every weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We set aside one hour for <laughs> yeah. this podcast. And that and, is the hour that you've trained him to kind of really. And it's perfect. And it's kind of something thing. for us to talk about. Yeah. Um, and so I've got to say, and and I will say that I'm just so pleased about that this that that's what I was able to do, yeah. and yeah. I'm so delighted that it's what we're able to talk about. So right. I'm I'm just having a good time with it, and it sounds like it, and, and you don't yeah. sound manic. <laughs> um, I, I I will almost certainly be back with the child, but it for for the oh no, I'm gonna get him now. Okay, he's screaming again? Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. 
their online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. And, and you're back I'm again. Back. Yeah, okay, I, and I what remembered this time. Well, I just remembered I wanted to go in and kind of talk to him again. Okay, what'd you guys discuss? The poop thing again, or um, it's important to reinforce those kind of things. Yeah, if that's like a habit you want him to learn. You got to reinforce it. It's not it's, enough to do it yeah. every day. You also have to like. No, I know. Re- it's called review. Have. It's part yeah. of the getting things done. Yeah, philosophy kind of review. Yeah. Is there a defer? Because I like that one. That was the one. That's yeah, defer. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about this novel. Watson gives Gollum, uh, no, Christy a pin. And then Karen wants it. Christy says, no, fuck you. It's very expensive. Christy finds a pin in a river. Right. While they're swimming and sucking eggs, I think. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um... Meagle, uh, Karen mm-hmm. desires yeah. the pin so badly that right. she kills, she kills Christy. Christy. Yes, that's right. Takes uh, the pin and hides in a cave and lives an unnaturally long life for decades, for for centuries. Yep, um, and kind of becomes basically a shadow of her former self. A lot of people wonder whether there's any good left in her, um, but some people do believe in her, and that's us, and we do believe in her. Because she has a role to play. She has a part to play in all of this. Well, her I last act on this earth is to... Throw the um, pin into a, a fi- very Bite off fire, the fingers of... Right. Emily Michelle? Yep. <laughs> and yes. go into Mount Doom. Yes. The, the fiery depths of Mount Doom with the ring. Which we never see because Stephanie never finds it. So Karen Six loses and it. Six and E. Nine and E. Karen loses the pin. She yes, steals she it from Christie. She borrows it from Christy. Steals. And she goes sledding, and when she comes back from sledding, she's realized that the pin. She asks Christy three times. Yeah, three times. Borrow the pin, and Christy yeah. says three times. Each time she denies. No, her. you may not. Yeah. yeah. And then she takes it. Yes. Loses it, and by the end of this book, it is never resolved what happened to the pin. Right. It could be anywhere. And it drove me up the fucking wall. We're gonna have to wait for the the melt. We're going to have to wait for In the, the spring. No, I think we're never going to see it again. I'm going to ask every fucking book. No, no we're going to ask. We're going to see what happens when the spring. Wait for the spring? But they did. she teases that there are like these like snow shovels coming by. Oh, right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stonybrook, Connecticut must be a very rich town because there's snow plows plowing snow and then there's other trucks coming and taking all the plowed snow and taking it somewhere. Yeah, Jesus, Stonybrook. They don't do that here. They don't do that here. We don't have snow here. Um, what else do we want to say? Oh, Miss Coleman's having a baby. Yeah, and that's kind of the B plot. Miss Coleman has announced that she's having a baby. Obviously, it's not coming for several months. Yes, but um, Karen is still excited to throw her a baby shower, which is what they yes. plan and do this week. Yes, um, it's pretty uneventful. It goes off kind of without a hitch. Uh yeah the 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 baby shower is a hit the only thing that to me stood out as being odd is that Karen is able to focus so much energy and time on the baby shower when she has stolen her sister's prize heirloom and I lost it in a fucking snowdrift I think she has to yeah. focus on it otherwise the the guilt would drive her mad of yeah. losing the priceless heirloom right um she also there's kind of an embedded D plot where right. Karen talks to 
Lisa, aka Mommy, mm-hmm. to get permission to give Christy uh like a bracelet that's an uh, that's an angle uh, not an angle uh well I don't know Lisa's last name it's a costume jewelry I don't know what that is but it's a uh, sounds like it's extra fancy jewelry it's, it's like extra fancy yeah because like, it's like the kind that that you would wear if you were dressing up as a very fancy person uh, right. as I do every day. Yeah, I guess it would be more of a costume if I dressed up like a very poor person. Yeah, I, uh, so maybe it's bat. Maybe costume jewelry is not as nice. Okay, well that's confusing. But yeah, there is a in the the Lisa family tree. There is a piece of costume jewelry that that is, is in some way an heirloom. Yeah, um, Karen decides to give it to Christy, and Christy says, "I sh- I can't take this because it is a uh, it belongs to Lisa's family." And also, it sounds like she's still kind of mad at Karen. Karen really yeah. fucked this one up. She really fucked it this one up. It also sounds like it was shitty jewelry because Karen asks Lisa, Mommy, hey, yeah. may I give this to Christine? She's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, exactly. Mommy's Go like, ahead. yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, well, should we do a name generator that is, what is your... Family heirloom. Okay. Yep. Do you like it? Yeah, and is it real? Because I don't think I have one, but I can probably pick one really quick. Um, I was thinking we would ch- kind of come up with it. Okay, yeah. I can read you the passage about the pen. Louisa has left me a... V- so it's Louisa, and should we have a moment of silence for Louisa? Let's have. Let's do 10 seconds of complete silence for okay. the passing of Watson's second cousin, Louisa. Louisa. Okay. Now. Now. Sorry, there's a delay. I said, you said well, now. Will, how about you say now, and I'll follow your lead. Okay. Now. I think my child has actually stopped screaming. Okay. And I did lose count, so I'm hoping that was about 10 seconds. I did take the opportunity to listen for his screams, and I think he's kind of given up, and tr- maybe he's, he's trying to go to sleep. Maybe he's pooped himself again. Well... You know, two for two for one. It's um, Schrodinger's poop. Poop bed. <laughs> You're either gonna go in there and there's gonna be a sleeping baby or an awake baby covered in poop. Yeah, both are uh, true at the same time. Oh, I hear him screaming. He's still up. Yeah, I can hear him. He's yeah. still up. Um, it's more or less joyful screaming still for the time being. Okay. Um, we'll get him for. Well, how about we'll get him for the last ten minutes of the episode. Um. <laughs> In my house, we do doctor visits. Oh, okay, for the boy, and we have since he was born. Okay, um, a lot more frequently right after he was born, a little less frequently now. But every time we go in, I do take a sticker, and I have a little envelope in his room that I've collected all these stickers. And someday I hope to kind of bequeath this fortune of stickers, this heirloom, yeah, to him so he can enjoy them. When oh, he's that's like, nice. I don't know, eighteen, nineteen. So your family heirloom is a sticker book. All the stickers I've collected for miles over the years. Yeah. Here's mine. Let me show you mine. Got it right here. Oh, Tomoyo. Yep. Tomoyo, you're going to give the boy Tomoyo someday. Someday, yeah. I'm going to give him an... When you pass or... Uh, yeah, when I pass. Okay. Or when the podcast is over, whichever is sooner. That's a toss-up, honestly. That's a toss-up, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tomoyo, uh, uh, for listeners, is a character, and it's not from Boat Girls. A lot of people think Tomoyo is from uh, the Boat Girls show, and that's just a real mistake. No, she's from Cardcaptor Sakura. Yes. and she's Are you the... proud of me that I remembered, A, <laughs> yeah. that its name was Tomoyo, yeah. and B, that it was from an anime called Cardcaptor Sakura? I'm very impressed yeah. and proud, yes. Um, and so I just want to, for, for people playing along at home or in their cars... I just want to be clear on the the rules of the name generator. In this one, it's pretty freeform, huh? You just pick something that's near you. Oh, no. I was just telling you my literal. Oh, okay. Okay, good. If we want to develop one. Yeah. Okay, so let's develop one. Louisa has left me a valuable pin. It has been in my family for many years. Daddy opened the box. Inside it was a beautiful pin sitting on a bed of cotton. It was gold with diamonds and pearls on it. So when you open the box, inside is a beautiful something sitting on something. It is something with something and something on it. 
So we need we have to generate a lot of something. We here. have to generate a lot of inputs. Um, okay. We can do it with uh, the, our tried and true text message routine, or we could do it with Google uh, autocorrect. Randoms. I found a random thing generator that I love. Okay. I found one too, and we're going to use mine. Okay. Go to watchoutforsnakes.com. Okay. And then hit word plus. Watchoutforsnakes.com is something that's called John Beckham's Amazing Internet Superhighway Portal. Sorry, watch out the numeral four snakes.com. And I think it's, I don't know what it is, but it's it feels like a, a blast from the past. Sorry, what is it? Watch out, watch. Watch out numeral four snakes.com. Snakes.com. Okay, great. And it's a random word generator. And then hit word plus. And then you hit word plus. And then walk me through the, f- the phrase again that we're generating around. Inside it was a beautiful word sitting on so a bed. So that's a bed. noun. Okay, yep. So we need a noun. Yep, but let's, let's go through the entire thing. Sitting on a bed. Of noun. Nouns, plural. Uh, just one noun. Just noun. Okay. Um, it was adjective. Okay. With nouns and nouns on it. Nouns and nouns. Okay. Okay. That's it. And then you say, and ooh. Then, you have to say, ooh, at the end. Ooh. That's what, that's what um, Watson said. So there's a drop-down menu here that says word type. Mm-hmm. For the first one, we're going to want to set it to noun. Okay. Complexity is up to you. I'm going to go somewhat uncommon. I'll say, I'll do that too. Somewhat uncommon. Okay. And I'm going to hit refresh. Okay. I'm going to hit refresh. Okay. I've got mine. So I'm just okay. going to write it down and we can do the whole thing. So... I've got my first one, and now it's sitting on a bed of, we need another one. I'm going to say complexity, very uncommon. Okay. Okay. This is a noun again, right? I'm going to oh, say actually, that's uncommon too thing. uncommon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to drop down to average. I'm going to, yeah, I'll do average. Okay. And then- What's the next one? We need, yeah, no, we need an adjective now. Okay. And then I'm going to go very common. Oh, I'll do very common as well. Okay. Boy sounds pissed. <laughs> he sounds pretty angry. We're about to go get him after we finish this name generator. And then uh, it's on top of a bed of nouns and nouns. Okay. And now how do you say, you will just add an S to it, right? Nouns and nouns feels like a very like early 2000s like indie band. Okay. I've got mine. I'm going to go obscure for my last one. Oh, and it's good. Okay. Okay. Great. Can I tell you what my heirloom is? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Louisa has left me a valuable heirloom. It's been in my family for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to show you. I want to open this box. And as you can see, uh, it is a beautiful gramophone. Oh, that is beautiful. The The tech, tech is kind of out of date now, now. But like, but it's an heirloom. It's an heirloom. Yeah, and it's sitting on a bed of tuna. Okay. Fresh or? I'd, uh, I think it probably was at one point, yeah. Okay. It's the original tuna? It's the original tuna, and it is, um, it's alive. Okay. And it's got- The tuna uh, is. Oh, it's- Sort um, of unnaturally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the tuna. Uh, and it does have uh, books on it and traps. The traps is smart because you don't want like people coming and stealing, yeah, the tuna or the um, gramophone. We don't want that. So here's what I'm going to do: is I'm going to leave the recording going. I'm going to go retrieve my child. I want you to think about your um, your heirloom. I want you to tell the straw baby something nice, something a secret. I want you to tell them a secret while I'm gone, okay. and uh, and then when we come back, you could tell me and Cyril about the heirloom. Okay, okay. I'll be yeah. back in a couple minutes. And I'm thinking about a secret here now, and what secrets have I kept from Jack? Very few. Very few secrets I've kept from Jack. Um, Secrets. Secrets I've kept from Jack. I'm not a very secretive person, is the problem. Um, There's things I kind of, like, politely don't tell Jack. Like, uh, I don't tell him, I don't often, like, talk about, like, my genitals or anything like that. Um, 
it's not really a secret. It's just something that doesn't come up all that often. So I would I would probably say like my genitals are pretty unremarkable. Um, just nothing. They're not like I don't mean unremarkable like in a bad way. I mean like I mean unremarkable in a good way. I mean that there's nothing like obscene or or difficult to understand about them. They're fairly straightforward. Uh, the whole kind of shebang. Um, as for genuine, literal secrets I've kept from Jack, gosh, this is a tough one. Um, I, the, I mean the the last known location of the frog from the hit uh, Wandering Frog Person game from our main series is sort of a mystery to me, and I don't know if it it's a secret that Jack is keeping from me or if it's a secret I'm keeping from Jack. I know that last time I was in Austin, I did bring the frog with me and hide it in Jack's home. Um, but I'm, I can't remember if he ended up finding it or not. And I can't actually even remember where I ended up hiding it. So I imagine he has found it by now and has either lost interest in continuing the game or it is somewhere in my house or potentially even on my person and has been for some time. So I don't know. Again, it's like, is that Jack's secret that he's keeping from me or is that a secret that I am keeping from Jack? And that's, that's difficult to say. So I guess the main takeaways from this, because Jack is taking quite a while to get his kid is that, um, genitals again, unremarkable, not in a bad way, in a good way. Um, everything is expected, um, and then, um, the secret is that I'm, I'm unaware of the status of the watering frog person game. And actually I have to use the restroom. So I'm going to go do that real quick. And I hear Jack coming back. So maybe he can vamp for a little while now. I'm running to the restroom. Okay, perfect. Can you vamp? Do you do a secret? Oh, you want me to do a secret? Okay, great. That's fun. Um, I'll t- I, I will tell you a secret, uh, baby nation. Uh, I was not as happy as I pretended to be about the fact that my child uh, didn't nap and pooped in his bed. I was trying to put a brave face on it, but in fact, I was um, I was annoyed about it, and it feels good to say it. Oh, and look who's here. Uh, Cyril, why don't you tell the elite babies a special secret? Do you want to say a secret? Yeah. What is it? Did you sit on a backhoe? Yeah. <laughs> was it awesome? Yeah. Did What else did you see? I see a cement truck. You saw a cement truck? Yeah. Uh, what else did you see? I sat on the cement truck. You s- sat on the cement truck? That's technically not not true, but it's something to think about. Did you sit on the backhoe, though? Yeah. Um, what is your favorite book? What's that, mister? Okay, this is a book. It's called Mr. Lazy. It's about a guy who's very lazy. Do you want to say hello to Uncle Tanner when he comes back? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say, sorry for ruining the podcast? Do you want to say, hey, Uncle Tanner, sorry for ruining the podcast? Do you want to say that, Cyril? Cyril, can I ask you about the poop situation earlier? Yeah, I'm gonna. Cyril wants to. Uh, Tanner wants to ask you something. I put the headphones on you. Hi, Cyril. Say did hi, you Tanner. have trouble? Did you have trouble taking a nap? Yeah. Why? Or did you want to play with cars? Yeah. Did you do a poopy? Nope. <laughs> he has. Uh, it's gone to play with cars. Okay. Uh, so why don't you tell me about your family heirloom? Oh right. Yes. I was worried that you were going to make me reveal my secret, but I'm not prepared to. Well, I do know that I will be editing this episode later, so I, I, I'm going to learn it. Oh, okay. Gosh, I didn't think that through. <laughs> do you want to just get out ahead of it? or? Um, no, I'll let you discover it in your Okay. Outline. I'll okay. buy myself like a week to kind of avoid the embarrassment. Yeah. Um, I'll tell I... you the, sec- the secret I told them uh, was that um, I actually, and this is, will be news to you, I actually wasn't as pleased as I made it seem that Cyril pooped in his bed while I was trying to do the podcast okay. today. And in fact, I was somewhat annoyed about it. Dang, I wish I had that one like that. Yeah. 
a secret like that. <laughs> uh, okay. My daddy mm-hmm. opened the box. Yeah. Inside it was yeah. a beautiful ampule. Beautiful and pure. Oh, amp- Am- ampule. An ampule. Oh, like a ampule. It's like a, a, a sealed vial of liquid. S- okay. Okay. This yes. sounds interesting. I'm listening. Sitting on a bed of desolation. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was democratic. Okay. With cats and super conformity on it. Okay. Ooh. Could... And actually, Cyril did the ooh for me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, while we're, la- while we're laughing, Cyril, do you want to do a conflagration with us? Okay, come up here and we'll do our big laugh. Come and sit on my lap and we'll do our big do laugh. Do big laughs. Ready? Come here and sit on my lap and we'll do a big laugh together. Ready? <laughs> Very good. Sarah's so good at laughing. It's our first conflagration of the It's Fortnite. the first conflagration of the Cenobite. <laughs> yes. We're burning a Cenobite. And we delight in their pain as they scream. The Cenobites. Screamabites. Um, and we, it's where we talk about what our burn of the week was. Okay. Should I go first or do you want to go first? I want to go first. It's the note that um, Karen leaves for Christy. Okay. <laughs> when she realizes how badly she screwed up. Yeah. Uh, she says. <laughs> she says, please don't hit the microphone. She says, uh, Christy, I'm sorry I lost the pin. You should have let me borrow it. Sincerely yours, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. Um, And it was my burn, so I'm going to quickly find another one. And here it is. Uh, My burn is the time that Cyril shit all over himself and uh, And made you stop the podcast. And it's the burn on you. But uh, maybe a little bit on you, too, because, you know, you've had to make time out of your day and... You're, you also don't have child Burn care. on both of us. It's the, really a burn, it's a burn on, on yeah. both of us when Cyril shit all over himself and yeah. kind of halted the progress of the podcast several times. I, I will say that, not to get too graphic, but he didn't actually shit all over himself. He just left a very tidy little shit in the corner of the bed. Okay. At least he like was polite about it. Yeah. Um, it, what else would you like to talk about? Anything in this book? I'll, sh- stand I'll show out you what right I want to talk about. I want to I show you what I want to talk okay. about. Okay. It's a picture. Okay, it's two notes, and one of them, it says, the author gratefully acknowledges Stephanie Commenton, and underneath it, he's written 669, and then then he's taken the, the, the a picture of the note, which I just read to you, and he's written, that's my burn. So he, did, he didn't, put, didn't put a lot of notes. He were like, I think, I think we're going to get 45 strong minutes out of 669, and you weren't totally wrong. <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> and we did. Mm-hmm. Um... What was your secret? Um, it was about my genitals, and it wasn't important. It wasn't even a secret. It was just sort of like a, something okay. we've never disclosed to one another, you know? Okay. You know what I mean? So I was like, I've never, I've never had occasion to mention this to Jack, and yeah. I guess here's my opportunity. Okay, that sounds nice. So it's a, yeah. ni- it's a nice one. Yeah. That's lovely. Well, thank you. I appreciate it in advance. Um, let's see. What else is happening in this novel? Um, uh, Miss Coleman is operating a cronied state. Mm-hmm. I did not get to visit with Nancy because Miss Coleman arrived. I waved to Nancy and went to my seat. Miss Coleman hung up her coat and then said, Henny, it is your turn to take attendance today. Boo, I wished it were my turn, but if it had to be someone else's turn, I was glad it was Hanny's. Hanny took the attendance book. She looked at Nancy and me first and checked off our names. The three musketeers stick together. Okay. And it's fucking the worst kind of cronyism. Right. Isn't it? I think she eventually got to everyone, though. Yeah, but she, she goes first to the, to the musketeers. It's bullshit. Okay, and it is bullshit. And what are you worried about? You're worried that they, they'll get some kind of like... I'm just worried about favoritism. Okay. Getting your names checked off first. Right. So, like, if something happens in the school, right? Like, everyone's forced to leave quickly because of like mm-hmm. a fire alarm or something, and they yeah. like go back and look at attendance that day. Yeah. 
Karen, Hanny, and Nancy will get full marks. Yeah. But like Omar might be marked absent. No, exactly. Because he was sort of the last one mentioned. Yeah, it's bullshit. And it's okay. cronyism. And, is, and, and we're not letting Miss Coleman off the hook, are we? Even Ms. if she is having a baby. Ms. And it's all that she wants. Miss Coleman? Miss Coleman. Croneman. Croneman. And yes. Croneman. Yeah, and it is Croneman. Um, and those are the main things, that, the main beats I really wanted to hit. Yeah, and I showed one. you my notes, so it sounds like we've kind of plumbed the depths. And yeah. it was book 69, and it was great. And I yeah. guess I got a little bit too excited about the fact that it was book 69. And yeah. kind of focused a lot of my energy there. Yeah. Um, I had the song figured out and Stephanie's name figured out before I even read the book. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't need we didn't need to read the book. We barely needed the book at all. Well, here's here's what I'm going to tell you. We could do a podcast called 69. It's 69 the podcast, and we just talk about how funny 69 is. Here's what some piece of news that has just occurred to me that I'm going to tell you that I think is going to make you feel pretty excited. Okay. Although this is the 69th book. Because we started our Patreon on, I'm going to say, book six, uh-huh. it is only our 63rd episode. Okay, so we have another 69 coming up? We've got our 69th episode is coming up in about six episodes' time. Okay. And that's something to look forward to. Yeah. For and hopefully it'll be my song, and I'll do I Saw the Sign. Ep 69. Well, you can do summer of 69 my missed opportunity yeah um so uh brief update on where cyril is he has left the room which he's not allowed to do right Uh, where do you think he went um i don't know but it can't be good and i should probably go and follow cyril um so and i also hear your child yeah my child is awake now good good luckily my wife is here yeah not running off like partying <laughs> at the Prescotts. I wonder if he's just gone back to bed, you know? <laughs> he's like, I'm fucking bush. He's like, damn, that was playing with cars quietly in the podcast room for about 15 minutes. They're talking about some boring ass shit. <laughs> he's more, more likely covered in poop somewhere yeah that is almost feels like the something case. you should attend to so we uh, and i go. will what i'd like to say to you tanners thank you for bearing with me i would like to say to the straw babies and the elite babies thank you so much for bearing with us uh while uh, basically babysitting our children for us yeah uh and we appreciate that and we appreciate you very much and we love you and we kiss you more than words can say mm-hmm. um this week we did read a novel that was called little sister and i will never get tired of saying this number 69 Karen's big sister. Next week, yes. we're going to be reading a book called we did L- it. Little Sister Number 70. We're past the hump. Karen's granddad. And I'll be singing a song about it. Um, uh, all that remains is for me to say that I am Jack. My name is Tanner. Lisa's name is Mommy. Zendaya's name is Michi. Save room for dinner at Daddy's. In 88. Martin wrote some new books that also became a cult, and now it's time the babysitters, baby elite, elite baby, little sister, big episodes. Be very.